Welcome to Real Estate and Coffee. My name is Joel Arndt. Today is Wednesday, August 21st, 2019. Here's some real estate news while you have your morning coffee. We've been talking about passive house design and development in Ontario and in, and in Canada in the last year. And I've got a couple other um, articles that I'm just kind of briefly skim over and just, just to highlight different projects that are going on. Mostly in Hamilton, primarily because that's where I'm from. And second, because that's actually a lot of where the passive house news seems to be coming from. Just cursory searches and Google News bring up a lot of passive house design um, in Vancouver, Victoria, and then other parts of BC, and then Hamilton. Now there's also a project going on in Woodstock, but I believe there's a connection to Hamilton, and I'll explain in a couple minutes. So the first thing I want to highlight is a company called Indwell, and they are a, they're a Christian charity in Hamilton, although they're expanding now um, to other communities surrounding Hamilton, and they basically buy dilapidated buildings, refurbish them and uh, provide affordable housing and their the projects are largely centered around like community engagement as well so it's not just providing housing but there's a ton of community support at every building and there's some pretty diverse so one of the one of their main buildings um, where their offices are so their offices are in one of their residential buildings as well as a co-working space. So they're not, you know, they're they're really looking to be as, um, div- I don't wanna say diverse, but they're not just looking for people to give them money so that other people can live cheaply. Um, a, there's a ton of volunteer work that goes into uh, what Indwell does. B, they are doing other things. You know, like I said, the co-working space. C, they partner with a lot of real estate firms, uh, construction and architecture firms, uh, wherever they develop. And then they build uh, passive house buildings. And one of the most recent ones was in Parkdale, and they make them look good. Like, they get it professionally. They bring in architects who um, just you know, these buildings look really, really good, and I can imagine, like, if you live there, it's a point of pride, because you live in a sweet, sweet spot, you know. Uh, Parkdale Landing is one of their latest projects that just opened up. It's 57 affordable apartments, and it was, it used to be an old tavern, old tavern and hotel, and it sat vacant for years, so they bought it, refurbished it, redesigned it, brought it up to Passive House Specs, and it's open. I think they're also planning an expansion on it too. So, but they won an award for it. So I'm going to read this article, and I'm going to talk a little bit more about what Indwell's doing. A little bit more about some of the other projects in, um, in the area, and then we'll cap it off for the day. So this is from Indwell's website. Uh, I, th- I believe this is just a, a reprint of a Hamilton Spectator article. In fact, it is. Indwell receives national award for Parkdale Landing project. 
Parkdale Landing officially opened in fall of 2018, transforming the former George and Mary's Tavern into 57 affordable apartments with ground floor commercial space, which is so cool, and a community, community culinary center. See what I mean? Like, it becomes a community center, ground floor commercial space. They're not just relying on... Yeah, anyway, I love the whole model. Indwell has won a national award for its Parkdale Landing project in Hamilton. The charity received the National Green Building Excellence Inspiring Home Award, which was presented by the Canada Green Building Council. Indwell's development team for Parkdale Landing included Envisage Architects. Okay, I'm going to butcher this next one. Schiltuis Construction, Casey Engineering, and Kalos Engineering. Peel Passive House was the energy efficiency consultant on the project. Parkdale Landing officially opened in the fall of 2018, transforming the former George and Mary's Tavern into 54, 57 affordable apartments with ground floor commercial space and a community culinary center. The project also recently received a design award from the Hamilton Burlington Society of Architects. On June 4th, Indwell was scheduled to hold a public project launch for 50 new apartment buildings that's landing right so they have they already have 57 affordable units they're planning another 50 new units at that same location i believe that's a truncated version but that's enough <clears throat> a couple points affordable housing buildings are winning design awards like how cool is that and awards for um how green like for being green that's the way it should be. So this, uh, oh gosh, Schiltuis? Schiltuis? Anyway, construction. They're also working on, and I believe it's also an Indwell project on um, in Woodstock. That's also going to be designed to Passive House standards. Uh, that got a bunch of government funding as well, about 13 and a quarter million dollars, I believe. Uh... So, you know, it's, when you cut down the expenses, it just makes it easier to provide housing and then include other, other benefits, like a community culinary kitchen. So you're getting grant money, not just because you're a housing provider, but now you're also feeding the community. Um, when you open up commercial space, that's a whole other class of tenant who's paying, it's an income stream, it's a revenue stream that doesn't rely on your residential tenants so it alleviates the burden on your residential tenants as well as saving money on the passive house standards uh, and your operating costs i mean just overall i love this business model that indwell operates with i believe i know i thought indwell was involved in this next one but i don't see any mention of it in the article but um ywca so young women's christian association is this still Christian Association? Anyway, YWCA Hamilton is also building a passive house development on Ottawa Street, and they're going to be it's uh, it's going to be six stories um, with 50 units as well, and so they're kind of following suit. And I'm trying to find out who it's different architects. Ah, it is okay. It's the same um, builders, uh, Schiltuis Group uh, Construction. So. Hamilton has three buildings for sure. Woodstock's got one. Yeah, it's just a lot of fun. 
um, especially with, like, with the comp um, of an organization like YWCA. So, it's funny because, like, so Vancouver, you look at the The passive house projects, and a lot of it's like new towers and new homes. You look at Hamilton. There's a city housing project being reconstruct or being redeveloped, retrofitted for passive house design to provide affordable housing to seniors, and then three other buildings for low-income families, incorporating passive design. I'm not insinuating that one is better than the other. It's just interesting to me. I think it shows the uh, flexibility. No, what's the word? Allure. Passive house works for everybody. Passive house standards work for everybody. It works if you're trying to make a profit. It works if you're not trying to make a profit and just trying to provide a service. And I look forward to seeing what else uh, comes up, especially in Hamilton, because this is where I live. But just see how far the passive house trend kind of goes in Canada. That's it for today. That's also it for the passive house series. Uh, we'll link to the other. I will link to these articles, and I will link to the other episodes where I talked about passive house standards and projects as well in the show notes. I'd love to know more if you hear of anything, any projects, developments, of anyone planning to do a passive house development, I'd love to know about it. Email me, recoffee at joelart.ca. So that's recoffee at j-o-e-l-a-r-n-d-t dot c-a. All right, have a good day.